femininity is powerful in all its forms, exceptional women, rare girls must be appreciated in every way for their perspectives, actions, thoughts, and their unique ways of being. Such rare girls are inspiring, and this is what this podcast is all about. Hello, my name is Aziz, and my guest today is Ksenia Bezliudna. Ksenia is a management student in Lubnin, Poland. Born and raised in Ukraine, Ksenia is a self-taught pianist, and she has a lot of hobbies, including swimming, dancing, and writing. She often reads about psychology and practices yoga. Ksenia, how are you today? Today I'm awesome. It's a nice opportunity for me to have this interview with you. I'm very thankful that I can do it today. Thank you so much. I love your positive vibes. And I will ask you, are you a positive person? How would your friends describe your personality? And if you are, what makes you feel positivity and optimism? Uh, To be honest, yes. Uh, If I'd ask today my friend what um, emotions am I feeling often, uh, they would say that I am a very positive person who always says some jokes <laughs> because I'm always joking about something, even if the situation is sad or not quite funny, <laughs> I would find an opportunity to say something funny <laughs> about it. Thank you. And A lot of people are not funny or they're not so positive. What is different about you compared to other people that makes you more funny, more joking and more positive? Uh, It's just that I'm always trying to find uh, something good about uh, the situation. Even if my friend comes to me and says, oh my God, it's so bad. I, I don't even know what to do with it because I don't know. I... I don't see any exit from this. I I don't know what to do. Um, first, I would say something, so like some joke, and then I would uh, help my friend. It is just uh, the thing about me, yes. Thank you. And I noticed that you love yoga, you do yoga, you practice it. What? How did you discover yoga and What does it add to your life? What is positive or good about yoga? I would say now about my, uh, like, hobby about piano. I would describe it like it was something new to me because in uh, fourth grade, my mother came to me and said, oh, it's a nice time (laughs) to start something new (laughs) because it was... uh, like it was swimming it was dancing and now she said to me that it is a nice opportunity to go to the musical school i said okay Um, me and my sisters we we came to music school we were there for one year and it was singing as i remember and then and then (laughs) i ended my music school because uh, there was some problems with my health, so we decided to stop it. And then I started to do it on my own because I had uh, a piano in 
my house and I started to play on my own. And one day my uncle came to me. It was some, I don't even remember, it was New Year. And my uncle came to me and uh, he listened to me as I was playing. And he said to me, oh my God, it is so terrible. <laughs> and it uh, it was it was really <laughs> bad for me. But from that moment, I said to myself that it is it is a moment when I'm starting to play for real. <laughs> I am really starting to study it and I would like to show him how good I can really play. And from that moment, I really started to do it. So it is like that, quite sad, but <laughs> it is like that. No, it's actually great. And to ask you, because a lot of people, when things become difficult, let's say, you with a piano and teaching yourself when it becomes hard and you make mistakes. How do you keep yourself motivated and don't become bored and go do something else and stop with the piano? Oh, it is a nice question. Thank you. Uh, how do I keep motivated? Uh, okay. Mm. Yes, there are some moments when I'm like very sad about how am I uh, how I am playing, and I'm like, oh my god, there are so many people in this world who are playing better than me. They are doing this better than me. But <laughs> I remember that okay, how many people from this like how many people did this way like me? I don't really think that there are people who were starting playing like me. But they have their own own ways, so they are playing this because they love it. And I'm playing this because I love it. So it is a long it was a long way for me <laughs> to start it. And even in the moments when I think that it is uh, oh my god, I have to end it, I think, no, it was a long way. You must do it. You should do it because you love it. And no one should say to you that you are doing this like not good enough. Because you are you are doing this every day. You are studying, you are learning something. You, you are doing it every day, so you have to continue it. And there will be a better results. Thank you. And would you say you are someone who is more independent and individualistic? Or is it very important for you that everybody is happy with you and you follow a lot of people when you all agree on something, etc.? Actually, it is quite in interesting for me because uh, in some moments I am like, oh, independent. <laughs> I think to me that, yes, I can do it by myself. I don't need anybody to do it with me. I can reach my every goal without help from the other people but okay because sometimes they think no the people <laughs> same person needs me to help her okay and when it's the moment when i need some help i can reach for help from that person because it is okay to ask for help it is something that uh, actually makes us <laughs> people <laughs> because when we are this independent and we are by ourselves, it means that we are good, we are independent, but 
what are friends for and family and uh, our other members of life. Yes, like that. Thank you. It seems to me that friends, for example, are very important for you. Are you someone who you make new friends very easily or do you need time and to observe people and to open up slowly to become friends with a person? It depends on situation because when I was uh, 10 years old, it was hard for me to do friends. It was hard for me to talk to other people about their goals, about their ideas and even about uh, their life. I don't know. But... (laughs) When I grew older, I thought that, well, you are quite interesting. You can do it. You can easily start a talk with someone who you don't know. But even when I started uh, studying in Poland, I, I became more independent and more people were most likely to talk to me and... And I became more open. So it is not a problem for me today. Thank you. That's really, really interesting. And nowadays, I know you're optimistic. I know you're funny. And you're living away from Ukraine, etc. For you, what gives you inspiration? What is the thing that changes your mood and makes it positive that you like to do or places to go or anything like that? Uh, Thank you for your question. Um, Okay, what gives me inspiration? Uh, Lately, I was listening a lot to classical music. It gives me a lot of chills and okay. If I would choose with the normal music, uh, something like pop music or something else, and classical music, I would choose classical music because it really helps me to see situations from uh, from the other uh, like ways. <laughs> I don't know. So it is really important to me. Also, the people around me are helping me a lot when I have uh, said when I have something said when I had uh, when I have a problem I could write to my friends and they would say something to me something nice that would help me to uh, to do it better like that and also I really like to go on a box Actually, when there are some rainy days in uh, in Germany, okay, it is a nice way to relax, to have a walk on some street when there are no people and you can easily relax when you see this rain <laughs> and everything. Thank you. And since you grew up in a generation where you always had social media, TikTok, Instagram, and all that. Do you feel yourself that you're living more in the internet world and less in the outside world? Or because you spoke about walks and about piano, that you try to spend most of your time with people or with nature and not so much on social media? Uh, Sadly, I can't say that I spend... uh most of my time on nature and with uh, this rainy streets and everything because internet uh, 
became a really uh, big part of my life. So when someone would ask me, what is the most part of your life? I would uh, say that it, it, there are a lot of time me spending in the internet and uh, watching some videos, reading some books like that. So <laughs> it is a quite sad story, but it is like that. Even when I know that I was uh, raised in my family, like there was no phones, no laptops, no internet, no something like this. So uh the most part of my childhood were like games on the streets and something like that uh, but now when i grew older it is the most time of my life is like i'm spending it in internet sadly but it is true thank you and do you feel that that is a positive thing that it helps you get to know people by chatting etc or you feel it would be much better if people met more in real life and you can feel their energy and be around them to make a better connection? Mm, to me, it is uh, really easier to start talking in real life because chatting is a really nice way to start talking to someone, to start uh, like to ask them about <laughs> them, I don't know. But for me, I don't know. When I start chatting with, with someone, it is uh, quite boring to me because you have to do it every day. You have to write it every day to someone like, good morning, how are you? And then another day you're asking it again and again and again. So for me, it seems quite boring. But when you talk to the real person in the real life, it it seems more interesting even because you can tell more you don't have like this time i don't know time problems that oh no my mother needs me on the kitchen or something like that or oh i don't know somebody needs my help so i'll write you later or i have uh, a bad internet connection but in real life, you don't have these problems. But it is, uh, it is a way... No. If you want to really start talking to the people in real life, you'll have to do a work with you because it needs something from you. You'll have to be open. You'll have to be confident. And it needs some energy from you too. Thank you. And... It's somewhat common that many Ukrainians don't open their emotions easily and at first they are reserved. You, when you went to Germany or when you went to Poland, did people think, oh my God, she has a poker face or a bitch face where we think maybe she's arrogant or angry all the time, but you're not, or this is not your situation? <laughs> Oh, about that. Uh, thank you for this <laughs> nice question. Okay. For me, I have this poker beach face only in situations when I'm like, uh, I have a bad mood. I don't want anything. I don't want to talk to people. So if uh, I have this face on, <laughs> on me, the person will know 
they won't even come to me asking about, oh, hi, what is your name? Uh, how are you today? I don't know. Uh, where you were born, how you were raised, uh, like this. They won't even ask me <laughs> because they see everything. But uh, no, the most part of my life uh, and time I am like, to be honest, I have a little bit silly emotion on my face. So it is not really hard for people to come to me and start talking with me. So this uh, bitch, boring, bad face I have only when I am like evil about something, I don't know. Thank you, that's so interesting. And to understand you even more, I know you have been outside Ukraine, etc. But other than Ukraine, if you could live in any city in the world or any country that represents your mood and your personality, where would it be? Would it be like Bali or Thailand? Would it be Hollywood or New York? Would it be uh, somewhere like Rome with the ancient buildings and the music? Where would you live? That's an interesting question, actually, because I had uh, some how to say it i was thinking about it lately and when i firstly came to poland i understood that okay there was like my own uh, <laughs> um, how to say it I had my own ideas about living in Poland, but when I came to Poland, uh, okay, there was a change in my mind about it. But I can say that uh, Poland is a bad place. It is a really nice place uh, where I find, where I found my friends and a lot of people who are, they are really important to me. But if to say where I would live, I really like idea about living in Rome, but I know there are some problems with it, but for me it is like really, really good idea. Because everything here seems so, so beautiful, so pretty. It is like all this uh, ancient stories and everything that was uh, here. I know we were studying it in history, so I know a bit about it. So it looks really beautiful and nice to me. That's so interesting. So are you a girl who your mood is really affected by the environment? So like you said, when you're in roads that are rainy, that gives you maybe a nostalgia mood or something like that, that is deep when you are in a beautiful place with history, you feel more inspired, things like that. Or it's not for you the place that is more important. Maybe you're in an ugly place, but with good people and people will be more important than the place. For me, it will be a good situation if I could live in the nice place with the nice people. But uh, we know that life is not that uh, beautiful and pretty always. So I would say for me that, okay, uh, okay, I just know if uh, if to say it or not. 
but I was living in Ukraine, in Kiev, uh, in this uh, place called uh, Troyeshina. So I can say that everything here looks so beautiful and so nice and so new as I would see it in Europe. Like here in Germany, all houses are beautifully painted. They are new. Or if they are not new, they are like, I don't know. They are good looking. But uh, if to say about uh, Troyeshina, it was quite... I don't know. Um, it is like there was a time when uh, everything here was like uh, gray and uh, only gray, okay? So it remained as this. Uh, so as for me, I think that it will be more important for me to live with the nice people because, uh, because even the nice place can become ugly if you are living with a bad people. Thank you. That's so interesting. And since you mentioned Kyiv, how was for you February 24th? How did you hear about the war? How did you feel? Tell me the story and how did these months change you as a person? I don't know, maybe you were in Poland at that time. Tell me everything. I know that people that uh, that were in Ukraine in this time, they were really affected by this. Uh, but for me, uh, happily, uh, I was not in Ukraine when the war started. Sometimes I feel really bad about it because like, okay, I'm from Ukraine, but I had an opportunity to run from this. And sometimes I feel really bad about it. But I I don't know how would life really go if I would be in Ukraine in this time. Uh, so I wasn't in Ukraine when the war started, but I remember the day, uh, 24th of February, it was a really, a really, really bad day because the war started. And I remember that uh, I was always checking on how are things going here and I was checking on oh my god how many people were I don't know killed or something it, it was really bad for me it was really bad for my mood but uh, today I am trying to I'm trying to talk about it I'm trying to say that uh, like we must remember about the war because it is really important there are people in Ukraine Still, they love this country. I love my country. And we have to do everything to end it as fast as we can. And we really should talk about it. We shouldn't forget about the war in Ukraine. I agree with you 100%. And all the people who are in Ukraine who have suffered again and again with the war and the invasion and the death and the um, destruction, when you speak to them or your friends or relatives, do you think they have a big trauma because of the war? And so even when the war finishes, they will be more depressed, more unhappy? Or do you think that when there is victory for Ukraine, the celebration will make people feel positive and heal all the trauma. Thank you for your question. 
And thank you for your words about Ukraine. Okay. Uh, yes, there are people who were like really traumatized about this. Even more people every day are suffering from Russians because some of them don't even have uh, homes today because of the Russian invasion. Mm, and I think that if there will be a day, <laughs> of course there will be a day when uh, Ukraine will win, it will be a really big celebration because like everybody is waiting for it very much. It is really important to us. Uh, and I think that it will be like the most important and big event in all history of Ukraine for us. So we are waiting for it really, really strongly. Thank you so much, Ksenia. This was my privilege, my honor, a truly enriching conversation. And all I can say is Slava Ukraini. Thank you and have a good day. Thank you too.